Excellent. Not bad. I might have been like a millisecond late. Hello. I and... feel like I was a little oh. early. Sorry. We'll figure it out. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Hello. Take two. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to the Common Briefing Program. Normally, a part of the Common Geeking Program, which is a podcast. And then this is like a sidecar to that podcast, which is normally about geek news. Uh, I'm not making any promises today because we're all in sort of a weird headspace and there's a lot more important things happening in the world right now than geek news. But here we are to chat and talk and, and, and see what has happened in the month of May that actually made us happy. So crazy um, concepts. <laughs> what is what? What is happy? I don't <laughs> I know it's been a minute. I'm hoping this will be a fun exercise to reacquaint ourselves with the more basic human instincts and emotions. Uh, my name oh, is I Colin. I think the world is I... pretty well acquainted with some basic human instincts and emotions right now. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Shots fired. Um I should not literally. be drinking while literally failing to host a podcast. <laughs> so uh, my name is Colin, uh, and we're going to spend uh, the next hour or so recapping what we think are the hottest headlines of geek news, and also probably ignoring that mandate and just saying whatever the fuck we want. I don't know. But yeah. uh, at the end of it, we are going to try to determine what we think was the most impactful, interesting, or important story in geek news for the month of May 2020. Um, that what sentence feels wildly distasteful because that's it's it's in 2020. It's just not the most important. You thing. know what we're talking about. You experienced we, the month of May in 2020. When you're listening to this, oh fucking 30 years from now, you're like, oh, oh god, man. that was a rough one. It, I mean, unless you just like woke up from a coma or cryo freeze, and in, in, in which case, like, fuck off. So honestly, I, I have a question to follow. <laughs> I have a question to follow up on that, but just to get the housekeeping out of the way, by housekeeping I mean basic components of a podcast. Let's Crazy. introduce ourselves one by one. I don't care what order. <laughs> Fucking here, pool cue in the middle. Kill your each other. Go for it. My name is Jeff Levitt. That's who I am. I did it. <laughs> uh, I'm Jocelyn Barkenhagen. <laughs> and Austin, once again. I'm afraid that even my news isn't really the kind of news that made me happy during the month of <laughs> That's May true. I, I, I didn't tell like, you ahead of time that's what we were shooting for. That's my bad. Um, uh, oh, crap. I had something to say in response to Austin's thing, and I already forgot what it was. That's fine. So, <laughs> we're doing uh, great. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it and hear what he said in editing, and it'll pop back in my head. Editor's note, I didn't. Um, I've had to, I tried to explain, uh, to my girlfriend recently that what, cause she's like, don't you remember? You just recorded this thing a few days ago. And I'm like, I don't think you understand when you record, I think really anything that's not scripted when you record something immediately after you stop recording, it all kind of falls out of your brain. Like the only reason I ever yes. remember anything I do on a podcast is because I have to edit it. And, yeah. and to be honest, the fact I wish mm -hmm. that were true of me. Because I remember, like, back in the early days of the podcast when, when you know, I'd be listening to the episodes and uh, that someone else would edit. I was just mm -hmm. like, I didn't say that like that. You edited out my <laughs> joke, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's probably whatever upset you. It was probably me. Uh, or me. <laughs> I mean, it could like I liked that thing that I point. said, and now I know it's not there. <laughs> Yeah, those those were the days when half the fun of editing was manipulating what everybody said and making oh Keaton God. say cool all the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> those were all the days. The 
and now we are here with a lack of integrity. So I think I'm just going to jump right in uh, with some of the things I wanted to talk about for May. I have a couple quick hits for Geek News in May of 2020. They're mostly just kind of recommendations, uh, things that I think are worth checking out. Uh, the first, excuse me, hold on. The first, cool. <laughs> and I still burped as I was speaking, so it just like failed on every level. Uh, the The first thing I want to talk about is uh, a game called Minecraft Dungeons, which I've been, I've been Minecraft having all day with my dad. Yeah, um, my it's a it's a Minecraft is a fun game, and they said, "What if you took out the mining and the crafting?" <laughs> What? And it turns out it's still a pretty fun game. So Minecraft. No, no. Dungeons, instead, you put in Diablo. Yes, it is a Diablo-like <laughs> dungeon crawler, where you play as a character in the Minecraft setting, and you just run through dungeons and you kill things and you get loot and you use the loot to level up and then play the levels on harder difficulties and get more loot. And it's it's what you do in Diablo, but they took out all the more complex and pretentious things that make Diablo for adults and said, "What if this game?" made sense um wait time out so i have a problem here because i've played a little bit of this game with you and i know you've played a lot more mm -hmm. but they try to make it have like a plot i having and i've gone through the entire game and the whole the way that these games usually work is you beat it and then the whole game difficulty oh, kicks up that's and you go how games again. work i've been fucking up this whole time <laughs> i didn't know you were supposed to beat them that explains so, so much so <laughs> The new game plus concept is built in where Diablo has like 15 torments or something like you go through the game like 15 times because every time you yeah. play a level, it's randomly generated. Um, it's it, it, the plot in Minecraft Dungeons is though is so threadbare. Uh, it is relegated to introductions and levels, little narrations that last 10, 20 seconds and you can skip them. And the rest of the story is hidden under the menus the menu has a story option you can go through the game and ignore the story so hmm. i i think the plot is for children and for people like me who like the fact that they call the bad guys illagers instead of villagers i really like that like a lot it, no it's illagers really are a real thing <clears throat> in the in minecraft See, i didn't know that and yesterday yeah. i was playing minecraft and i was like oh cool it's a villager and then he shot me and i'm like i understand what's happening now yeah so <laughs> also uh, <laughs> so when you kill those guys Mm -hmm. uh, you get this like mark on you for yep. a little while. It's like an omen. And yep. apparently I discovered this the hard way. If you then enter a normal village, then you mm -hmm. start off what's called a raid. And like, like literally nine waves of like 20 of them show up and just like attack you. And they're accompanied by these humongous, like Buffalo sized, weird, like bull creatures that have like villager faces that are horrifying. And they do like half your health. It my my house was in a village. They're all dead now. I... <laughs> oh, poor Jeffrey. I, just, that, uh... I felt so, like I haven't felt so guilty in Minecraft for a while, but it's just like I unadvertently just caused the genocide of these people. <laughs> well, did you do it because they were villagers or because they were trying to kill you? Because one of those is genocide no. and one of those is legally No, I don't, I don't give a shit about the illagers. I'm saying... When the raid started, all the illagers killed all of my villagers. Oh, yeah, I see. It was a very Viking yeah. deal where they're just like, this is our place now. Yeah, they killed so, them all. Um, oh, yeah, and that's your... Uh, anyway, that's... That's your angsty anime background in Minecraft. Exactly. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> there you go. I, uh, 
<laughs> what my experience was because I'm messing around with a Minecraft server and I, I'm gonna see whether or not I want to pay for it and like start inviting people. But I was building my little starter house just to get my shit together, and it was a I I I did it like with the Illager village like really close by. So I'm like I'm gonna gear up. I'm gonna go kill those motherfuckers. And as I'm putting it together, I'm literally putting glass in the windows. And as I'm about to put glass in the windows. Five of them jump through the window I'm putting together and start attacking me. And my bed's right there, so I'm spawning there. But, like, they just, like, five times yeah. in a row, they kill me, and I wake up, and then they kill me, and they wake up. And it's all yeah, man, they're mind. assholes. But uh, that's basically Minecraft Dungeons, actually, is you just kill and wake up, and it's a horrible nightmare. But, actually, it's, it's very fun. Uh, dungeon crawlers have a very simple gameplay style. And most of the game is about building your character. With games like Diablo, I f often get annoyed with how intricate that character building is and in minecraft they really just kind of streamline it it's fun you get through the loops pretty fast it's on game pass so i didn't have to pay for it but even if you have to pay for it it's tw it's a 20 dollars game that's really <coughs> polished and really solid and it's great for couch co-op and online co-op so i've been really recommending it to people it's got me back on the minecraft train where i'm playing minecraft again and i'm i just tried minecraft earth which is their pokemon go clone um, Wait, so that's what? It. Yeah, Minecraft Earth. It's on your phone. You can you, oh. you walk around, you collect materials like Pokemon Go, but then you can do little augmented reality Minecraft levels and, <laughs> that's and, cool. and use your materials to beat up skeletons and kill people. It's kind of fun. Um, but Minecraft Dungeons is probably the thing that stood out to me the most over the last month. Um, otherwise, I checked out Central Park, which is a new animated show on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, the one that just is Bob's Burgers. It's it's not it's a musical, with oh, really? Josh Gad, Kristen Bell, uh, uh, Titus Burgess, just the um, animation. Leslie is just Odom exactly Jr., David Diggs, Stanley Tucci. It's, it's it is Central it is. Yeah. It's 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 uh, same creator plus Josh Gad, uh, and I've I've only watched the first episode so far because I watched Space Force over the weekend, which I'm not really gonna talk about because it's like fine. But yeah, Bob, I, watched the, first, I watched the first few episodes of that. And I was like, eh, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's not that I like it as a dramedy, but it's not that funny for the yeah, most part. It's not. <laughs> um, I feel like the creators of Space Force were like, we can't do the mockumentary style again. We're just going to be repeating ourselves, like The Office. And I'm watching it. I'm like, this would be so much funnier if it was the same script, but yeah, a mockumentary. It really it would. would <laughs> that would really improve this show so much. Um, but no, Central Park. I watched the first episode. Uh, I think it's very funny and charming. Uh, it's a very tight script that gets all the characters well introduced very quickly and has some really catchy show tunes. Uh, Josh Gad's character is... It, it takes place in Central Park. Surprise. Um, and Josh Gad plays a busker, a, a, viol, a street violinist, and he's the narrator, but it's it's really him stalking this family and saying to the camera, it's okay, I'm the narrator, and stuff like that, <laughs> and just going over their lives and pretending he doesn't know them when they run into him. Also, David Diggs uh, from Hamilton and like a million TV shows uh, voices a really elderly uh, handmade like butler woman, and it's he's not doing a voice. It's just David Diggs' voice coming out of a really old white lady. Uh <laughs> rapping to an even smaller white lady voiced by Stanley Tucci. It does the the same magic trick Bob's Burgers does, which is just cast these dudes as these female characters, and it's somehow the most perfect thing. Like, they don't even try. Yeah. They're just... Because Tina is voiced by a guy, Linda is yeah. voiced by yeah. a guy, and yeah. it's some of the most perfect <clears throat> casting I've ever heard. 
uh, in a television show, and this kind of keeps that going forward. On its face, it seems like it could be a problem, but I don't know. It it's really it 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 lands in this show. So Central Park is a good time. Yeah. Fucking ugh, what else? I had some other shit. What oh, else there's happened? stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a quiet month for in a lot of ways. Well, uh, yeah, for I don't know. Reasons. Robert Pattinson had his whole G- interview with like GQ or whatever, where he made. Oh, tell me about this. What did he say this I time? I haven't heard anything about this. Does this have nothing to do Wait. with Batman? Well, it partially it was like they were interviewing him about what he was doing to keep up being Batman in quarantine. Right. But uh, he's just Robert Pattinson. Well, because like he has to go back to filming yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as quarantine's yeah. over, basically. Uh, and so he was basically like, "I'm not doing shit. I'm not working out. They can't. They can't make me do that right you, now." I'm you're gonna really it. be able to tell where those shots are because the size of the costume is just gonna change back and well, forth. The whole I mean, thing. all the suits have fucking abs sculpted on them anyway. So like, yeah, whatever. And, and yeah. he was like, "I'm not. I'm not gonna be a part of that unhealthy standard that we're putting men through." Uh, so it's like it's a good stance, but also he had this recipe that he's been making for a portable pasta dish that uses Wait. the microwave. I'm listening. I think I just watched that episode of Thirty Rock. What the fuck? He like oh, would put. He wants it to be like so you can hold it kind of like a taco, oh. but it's pasta. Robert, this is very bad. This is very bad. It's Robert. like real bad. It's, hold, it's on. Real bad. hold on, hold on, Robert. I need to tell you. It's a hot pocket. <laughs> no, but he, made doesn't a hot want, pocket. he doesn't he he wants it to not have like a container. It's like more of like a thin crust holding not that's not a, a, not that's a, a hot, hot pocket. pocket. Hey, it's like hey, a Robert? caramelized Robert. Th- Robert. It's real weird. Robert, Robert. <laughs> Robbie, can I call you Robbie? Are you okay, my guy? Are you doing alright? I don't right? think he's okay. I mean, if you've seen like any of the stuff that he's said in public, I think he's just generally not. Yeah. It's all right. Like He's he's dealing with it, and that's fine. And and it's in his own way, you know. Yeah. So yeah. like that's that's been the month of May. <clears throat> oh yeah. That's Just Robert Pattinson <laughs> making pasta tacos is your. <laughs> he also did his own photo shoot for that interview because it was like a magazine interview, and the photos are just like glorious because he just kind of put whatever clothes he wanted on and they don't go together. It's. It's beautiful. That's that's art. I love it. That that actually, you know, with that little button on the end of that story, that does kind of feel like the vibe of May, for sure. <laughs> Just, Just horrifying, hey, not giving I, a shit. <laughs> I don't want to exercise. I swear I'm not eating Hot Pockets, and who cares what I'm wearing right now? That really just kind of, I think, wraps it I up. I got to tell you, that's just pretty much my whole life. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. Some, does anyone else have anything? Because I had something else, and I'm not getting it, and I'm okay oh, to tread I, water I have, while I've you got guys a couple things. I have here. three small morsels of pain. I, <laughs> hold on. What is this picture? <laughs> what oh, the fuck? <laughs> okay, I thought That's that you were good. trying to say that he like has bad fashion sense. That's literally just nonsense. That's a five year old. No, he just saying, he just decided to do that. Yeah, no, he like purposefully was like, I'm going to dress terribly. Yeah, no, that was yeah. bad. He's he's that's real. No, he's that's, that's vision veering dangerously close to Shia LaBeouf territory. Uh, oh, if yeah. if that's how he's going to uh, portray yeah. himself publicly. 
What that's, is Shia you know, LaBeouf you, up to? That's true. <laughs> that's weird. I, I I'm not gonna look it up. But so I do have uh, three small things. Uh, is it just two? <laughs> no, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I have these I have these three topics that I like can say a sentence about and uh, like at any one point I can only keep two of them in my head and it's really stupid. Uh, anyway, so first of all, this is he, you might get a kick out of this. Uh, this was announced uh, in the middle of the month. Uh, the Snyder Cut. Oh, oh I forgot about League that. Yeah, actually, we do have to talk about that. For those like, listening who can't see our screen, Austin looks like he's speaking coherently. At the mention of that, <laughs> Jocelyn's face went straight into the floor, and Jeff's face lit up like a light bulb. So, lots of feelings going on here. <laughs> I mean, it just to me, it just this just sounds bad. It was already like Justice League was already bad, and I don't know how Zack Snyder reads. And they're spending so money was, on this. I was also they're finishing it. I mean, I was skeptical about this, but the, the part of the thing that happened with Justice League and and what contributed to being so bad is that Zack Snyder had like a full movie that he wrote out basically and that planned, and then he had some family issues or something and had to basically leave the project and they brought Joss Whedon in to replace him and Joss Whedon like rewrote a lot of the like script and like re-edited scenes and like that's where we get the whole yeah. like nonsense with Henry Cavill's Joss edited out mustache. Joss Whedon. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I I like and this is I'm not at all trying to say shit about Joss Whedon. I love Joss Whedon. I pretty much most of the things that he's worked on I think are great. But um I mean we can say shit about Joss Whedon though. But yeah. it's just <laughs> I, so part of like why Justice League was so bad, other than just you know that whole universe being mishandled, is also just because it had some awkward directorial changes in the middle of it. So like I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm more interested with that knowledge to see the quote unquote <clears throat> Snyder cut because like before I was under the knowledge that the Snyder cut was just like an extended director's cut. I didn't know that there was all this like actual change to it. So I don't know. <clears throat> I mean. I, Justice uh, League, I thought was was fun but bad. So I yes. mean, you can't really so, get any worse. So what, <laughs> I'm up for it. <laughs> there's such a yeah. massive instance of collective ignorance regarding the Snyder Cut, and it's driven by hype. And mm -hmm. it's 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 this. It's hey, Joss Whedon, who made arguably the <clears throat> best superhero movie, one of the best superhero movies of all time, broke this film, and Zack Snyder can fix it i'm just saying look at avengers yeah look at batman vs superman well, that is I mean, that is Zack snyder having the final cut that is what peak Zack snyder gets us yeah no I, I and it's just like what are you looking at that gives you such confidence in this the best thing i can say about what i've seen of Zack snyder is the watchman film and yeah. that's not even to say it's a great film but it's a really like strong translation I, I, I really of, like the, of the material also wasn't it the case with watchmen that like other people in uh in the production team had to like save it from Zack snyder wanting to turn the whole movie into oh this is just in a comic book that a kid was reading uh, i mean i'd um, believe it no i mean there was so there was a deleted the, scene in watchmen so that directly parallels uh like a, a storyline in the comic that added a lot to the length of the movie of like um there's a dude there's like a kid in New York City who's oh, the reading newspaper, this yeah. the black yeah, yeah. the uh, black freighter comic and mm -hmm. that's in the director's cut and I think it actually adds a lot to it cuz like that's a, an element of the comics that was 
taken yeah, out. But no, but I I meant that I had <clears throat> I had heard that like uh, people, it was going to be like it's that, all a like dream. Snyder wanted it wanted the end of the uh, wanted the uh, end of the the movie to like <clears throat> ter- be like oh it was all a dream yeah, except instead of all being a dream it would have been like oh this movie was actually just this kid imagining what was going on in the comic book that they were reading. I don't know. I, I guess my my feelings on the the Snyder cut is that like. I can see how the movie, it's not like, oh, Joss Whedon came in and ruined it. But like, if you've got one directorial image and then it has to be completely changed, like that is going to ruin a film, no matter who the two directors are. Like we saw this with Suicide Squad too, which was- And you saw it with Solo. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Also in the article where I read about this, I think I also saw the phrase that like, uh, the- positive public reaction to suicide squad and i was unaware of this yeah, like same. was that a thing Wait. was that did, a- did audiences <laughs> like suicide squad no you mean oscar nominated suicide oscar winning <laughs> oscar suicide award squad? winning suicide squad oh, yes. fuck off. <laughs> um, um yeah no people shit. didn't like it of uh, in terms okay, of the snyder cut sure. it's just i'm just baffled that they're spending the money to finish it I like think- they're doing a full budget but they are not allowing reshoots yeah but they will be finishing cg they will be finishing any of that stuff so it will be a full polished finished i mean honestly it it makes sense in our like where we are currently because it's basically like hey they get to release a new movie without having to shoot a new movie because they can't do that on hbo max but that'll get them subscriptions yeah i I just i I don't know i think it makes sense but i think i i think it makes sense from a from a business standpoint and it's riding the hype train because people ever since justice league came out there have been all these murmurs of the Snyder version out there. And it's a common yeah. rumor, but like now it actually exists. So it's paying off a lot of people who 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 want this thing to exist, but it's it's a fallacy. You're looking people are looking at a thing mm-hmm. that they didn't like and they are choosing to believe there's a better version that will give them what they want. But yeah, it's not yeah. based and in it's... reality. It's based in their own fantasy. No, and not the reality that Zack Snyder doesn't make very good movies. We like <laughs> the reality we know this. is that they're just like, we're just using, well, we're not. Mm. But like <laughs> the studio and I guess HBO is just using like Zack Snyder's name and bankrolling him, yep. I guess, to like make a whole bunch of money with hot air. It's it's wild. That's the thing is HBO Max. It needs it needs some draw power right now. Uh, like I actually really like what HBO Max has to offer right now, which is what I was going to talk about is that they have like all the Ghibli films. Yep, and Granted, they have Crunchyroll and they everything. Are only subtitled. Fuck, I did not know that. Disney, that's, that's fine. Well, because Disney owns the dubs. Yeah. So they're only subtitled, but they still have all of them. Um, Crunchyroll, they have like three Crunchyroll things on there right now. They Mm. don't have a lot of stuff. Um, But they're, I happen to know some of the stuff that's going to be on it. And it's going to be pretty dope. And I'm really excited to see where it goes. But right now, they don't have a lot of new stuff. Yep. (laughs) Most of their stuff is actually like, amazing historical cinemaphile content like they have a whole collection of charlie chaplin films on hmm. there. so here's here's something i actually want to say about hbo max and i'm interested what you have to say about this 
is I, I actually... Wait, sorry, can I interject for a moment? Just because this is a terrible thing that happened in my head. <laughs> Jocelyn, until you said cinemaphile, I thought you were still talking about Crunchyroll. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we can get past that again. We're back onto HBO. The Max. Crunchyroll Criterion collection coming this fall yes. to HBO Max. So <laughs> the thing about HBO Max, one, I am subscribed to HBO Max. Not because I subscribed to HBO Max, but because I was subscribed to HBO now, which mm-hmm. HBO Max is the same price as HBO yep. now. It includes mm-hmm. everything as HBO now. And then it has all this extra HBO Max exclusive stuff. It's essentially rebranding their already digital service. Yes. That's it. And it it adds a couple things. It adds the Elmo Jimmy Fallon show. It adds Friends. Uh, the Not Too Late show, Austin, is what it's called. El- Elmo does a late night show. Is very odd. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I that kind sounds of love weird. It. I, don't, I don't think I'm going to pay money for that. Yeah, well, but <laughs> this is... It's what's interesting to me is like it's it's re it's a rebrand. Uh, I think it has to do with the AT and T acquisition of it. I think that this oh, is this is, this is the shockwaves of that boiling over. And CBS now that it's re merged with Paramount is going to do the same thing. They're going to rebrand CBS All Access, uh, but keep all the same stuff. And it's just like HBO Max is not a big change, but it's being marketed as a big change. But it's also a change nobody really cares about and it's just so many layers of superfluosity the the, the thing no this is this is how executives do i know the only thing that i'm excited about is that like i hate how many warner media apps there are for all of their yeah stupid so like i just want cartoon network to be in the same all of that in one place just make it easy to access yep cartoon network show the cartoon network's website is fucking murderously evil it'll be like oh. hey watch this thing now and then i'll click on it it's just like and i'm just like what i i and clicked it, it, watch i'm now. really trying to think of the sound now, effect i can I edit can't in there to tell it. the audience that jeff was darting his eyes back and forth <laughs> <laughs> i thought the though, silence like, spoke well enough <laughs> whenever i like watch anything on the cartoon network like app or anything yeah it's more commercials than content yeah man because the content's so like, short Put it on HBO Max, please, because I need to watch it easily. Or just anything yeah. else, really. And but like, and, and that's the opportunity for what HBO Max could be. But so far, the only things people know are it's gonna have Friends, South Park, and the Snyder Cut, and <laughs> what the fuck else? I, you know? I, I, I gotta but say, it's like, that's, that's the messaging that could make it. I interesting. don't really like the demographic that that seems to be targeting. Those three things <laughs> in particular. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, it's it also has Sesame Street. It has all of the classic Warner Brothers cartoons, or it's mm-hmm. going to have a lot yeah. of the classic Warner Brothers cartoons. It's just like it, that's the it's, messaging that could make it interesting. Is like this is what makes it different from HBO now, but that's not what they're saying, and it's annoying. But the, it's also because they weren't trying to <clears throat> differentiate it from HBO now. They made it purple. HBO has well, never been purple. <laughs> Well, it's other than like the different. color scheme, but when they were doing all of their advertising and all of their press releases, the only thing people were confused about was if you had a TV subscription to HBO, mm. if that would get you HBO Max, which turns out it does. Yeah, I feel like fact. HBO has a different what? streaming service that they just like rebrand every few years. It was like HBO Go and then HBO Now and now Wait, HBO. So HBO, HBO Go yeah. was an extension of cable. 
and it didn't have everything HBO now had. Yeah, yeah I know, it, but it's like it, the the distinction to the person who's sort of like just casually looking yeah. in on it, like is yeah. Because like it's I only ridiculous. had I had HBO Go because like my school had it. So as far as I well, I was concerned, like it was just a streaming. Like I didn't know it had anything yeah. to do with cable, right? So and it's then like, you download HBO now, and you're like, why can't I log in? Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean. <laughs> All that I can think while hearing about all of this is that, like, I there is some part of me that just knows that, like, in every organization or business, as if you get high up enough in, like, the hierarchy of, like, people who are responsible for what happens with the, the organization or business, mm-hmm. you just come to a point where there are some people in a room and they're just like, we should do something. <laughs> And and they're like, got any ideas? What should we do? We need to make a buzz. And then everyone's like, I, I don't know. Fuck it, make it purple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll I'll pay somebody to that do some. That sounds ads. exactly like those meetings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. HBO Max is one of those things where like everybody hates that there are all these different streaming services. I'm kind of fine with it because I can go a la carte. Like, I can pay 15 bucks for a month of a thing and then cancel it. And most things have free trials, so whatever. Uh, I like that I don't have to worry about my cable package anymore. It sounds worse than it is, but the, the, it's just HBO Max confuses me. I just watched John Oliver this morning and he's like, I'm on it and I don't know what it is. And I'm like, that kind of sums <laughs> up how I feel about this. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like, and, and in comparison, and I'm not saying that this is a more robust service by any means, but Apple TV plus is at least (laughs) like really straightforward. It's just like, these are the shows we have. It's, it's, it's five bucks a month. And here's the shit. I tried using it and it, I, I don't understand. I'm not talking about app interfaces. I'm talking about subscription levels. Every app interface except Netflix is trash. I'm very comfortable saying that. I'm going to amend that and say including netflix yeah. is trash <laughs> i'm so maybe i utterly just know how to sick of not being able to scroll through netflix without having something expand and start yelling at me <laughs> you can that's, turn that off yeah that's i fair. didn't know you could do the, that um yeah so user interface is garbage across the board but i think in terms of like how you actually sell a service because netflix has like four levels that nobody seems to know about but everyone seems to have the highest one i don't know how that happened i didn't know Um, that yeah uh hulu has different levels and people are like why am i getting commercials when i didn't pay for them or when i paid to not have them but they didn't and it's just i don't know hbo max could have the goal of let's make this easier and instead it's what austin said which is let's make it purple and <laughs> it's also because they want it to be easier, but they have a lot of stuff tied up in contracts to other streaming services like Hulu that yeah. eventually it will be the home of everything Warner Brothers. And that's the problem with every streaming service right now is yeah. none of them are ready when they're coming yeah. out. None of them have the stuff yet. Build the catalog. But they, they all yeah. think that they have to get it out there first. Because they yeah, have I mean, to Netflix investors. already won. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's capitalism. <laughs> Literally, though, they have to prove that to their shareholders that it'll make money because they're looking at projected losses for 10 years on these streaming services. So they get a jump on them because they think they need to, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, literally, no. Disney yep. is projected to lose money mm-hmm. on Disney Plus for years, probably even more now that everything is... Yeah. 
well, happens. Yeah, but I mean, that's the strategy, right? If you just, if you lose long enough that, like, everyone else just sort Loses of dies more. because you're the Disney monster <laughs> yeah. and you have a lot of resources. But now they Then don't. suddenly you're the only yeah. streaming service. Well, and, uh... You know. I think, but Disney ran into that exact same problem with Disney Plus, which is everyone was hype about a couple things. A lot of people were like, "I get to have all my Disney movies from the vault. I get to have the Mandalorian. I get to have all the Marvel movies, which some of them are still on Netflix, like because yeah. that's just how that works." Um, but like, but they had this huge spike at the beginning. But guess what? There wasn't a lot of content. The people who are getting it to yeah. watch their old Disney movies, they've already watched them 50,000 times and know all the songs by heart. They don't need to pay 10 bucks a month to go through it again. Also, those well, are just like super freaking easy to find just online yeah. through yes. less legal also, means. Most of those people own them on DVD. Yeah. Um, or on VHS. But like, <laughs> or VHS. Yeah. And Disney, so but, Disney Plus dropped like crazy after Mandalorian was, ended. It was also because they did the weird Marvel like four-year plan for Disney Plus when they mm -hmm. announced it. They're like, look at all of these amazing things we'll have in two to three years. Yes. And so everyone was like, oh, we're going to have a Captain F um, America and Falcon, Winter Soldier Falcon, thing. Yeah. Yep. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Sorry, he's Cap now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> they were like, oh, we're going to have WandaVision. And it's just like, oh, no, we're not getting that until 2022. Yeah, because I, I have... only two things that dropped when it started and it was the Jeff Goldblum thing that people realized they did not want very quickly and Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. I watched a few episodes of that Jeff Goldblum thing. I was like, this is cute. And then I kept watching it. I'm like, none of this is sticking in my brain and I don't care. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> the only reason I have Disney plus is because Verizon included it with my thing for free. And that's happening with a lot of people. And a lot of people got Apple TV Plus that way. Apple TV Plus technically has like 40 million subscribers, but a bunch of them got it with their new iPhones. So both Disney and Apple come this November are going to fucking drop. And it's going to be nuts. Oh, yeah. Because I'm probably not going to keep Disney Plus. The only reason I keep HBO is because of Last Week Tonight. And most of that's on YouTube, so maybe I should just stop paying for it. Yeah. No, there's going to be some good stuff Possible. on that. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Spoiler. I just can't say anything. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's legal spoiler. Uh, anyway, so I do have two other morsels uh, here. Oh yeah, that was just one morsel, Austin. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was. Right. I didn't think that, that so would be so much for a single sentence. To be, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, I thought everyone was just gonna be like, gonna "Yeah, sounds about, fucking so. ridiculous. Move on." Uh, but <laughs> you, apparently not. Uh, so yeah, then number two. Oh yeah. shit! No, I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. guys, Austin said number two. Ah oh, shit! Oh, I did. Um. <laughs> So, uh, so I'm, I'm disappointed again. It's another <laughs> month goes by, and we don't have any fucking news about Elden Ring. That's that's something. I, there's a quote unquote rumor that it's gonna come out uh, in November, December of this year, but that's nothing. That's not Ring? real. I can't believe anything people say. No, I absolutely don't believe that as a rumor. I believe more so that something interesting will come out on HBO Max per Jocelyn's word than I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and excellent uh so that's the thing uh and then the third one was uh, oh that's the whole morsel uh, that was it yeah. is that yeah, you're still much. upset I'm about just, elden like, ring just austin is upset about elden ring it's gonna be one of my things every month until it happens. um fucking there is oh yeah the third one is uh this is kind of funny to me it probably doesn't matter to you guys uh 
<clears throat> so uh, Wizards of the Coast did All something right. that they haven't uh... actually done before ever, and it's uh, it's amusing to me, but it's been frustrating to a lot of people who play Magic the Gathering. Uh, this will be this will be kind of short. Uh, so they recently uh... because whenever Austin talks about Magic the Gathering, it's a very brief conversation. <laughs> shut up (laughs) but they they introduced a new mechanic into the game and i think to me this was probably influenced a lot by like people seeing uh people at magic seeing what sort of things worked in hearthstone uh Mm. and what things didn't but then making a mistake anyway uh so they have these some of the creatures on cards that you can put in your decks which you use to play magic the gathering you don't actually have to put them in your deck. They have a keyword called companion. Mm. And companion is just like if you have if your deck meets these certain conditions, like if you only have if all of the spells in your deck cost less than 3 mana, you can just have this card and uh cast it once from outside the game. Like if you just ha- you can just have a companion to your deck, it's just not in the game what? and then <laughs> your deck is a funky deck and then it's like oh yeah actually i also have this extra card let me put that on the table and they all have crazy abilities um what? and most of them you seem just fine. fucking carry like, it around like... in your pocket and then play it <laughs> well i mean yeah just like the other cards you forgot about but, my so, secret deck <laughs> yeah so anyway a couple of the cards have been uh extremely broken and others of them are just like silly fun but because of the cards that are extremely broken really just one of them uh fucking i'm just gonna have to say the names that i uh uh, luris of the dream den is the big one uh there are some others that can do like infinite combo bullshit but luris of the dream den is a really uh is the one if you're if anyone plays magic here and you didn't just like roll your eyes when i said that like fuck off it's broken uh so because it's just been dominating ladders both in like in real life magic and on uh magic arena so they just changed what companion means like they just they just changed the keyword what oh oh so it's the video game equivalent of trying to get uh, an appellate court to review it instead of actually going through the legislature like don't change well i mean they just they just like did a pat they did a patch note on a physical card game which is not something (laughs) that i've like there's errata that happens yeah they do that all the time this is this is Oh, is this like a hot uh, But fix? this is this is bigger because it, just, it they actually like most of the time if they do some kind of errata, it's just to like clarify a, a wording in a car that is like uh, ambiguous in some way, or to like tweak a stat to an old card that's getting a reprint on which all of the stats will be different or and like updated. But but for this one, they're just like actually instead of that. Uh, if you, if you if your deck meets the conditions you can pay some amount of mana to add the card to your hand which is way less efficient than being able to cast it from outside of the game just getting to put it in your hand anyway it makes things way less fast and i think it's funny that they uh, made such a big mistake that they yeah. actually had to change what the keyword means so yeah. does that affect all the other the, cards the that function like even. that too now uh, what? So that change specific for this it, card, did it affect all the other ones that work like that too yes. now? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it affected all the companion cards. It kind of sucks for the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's like, this is why we something. can't have nice things. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, but there's also like, there's a way in which like sometimes if as experienced players look at cards that come out in new sets and sometimes they're like, oh, that's not going to, that's going to do some stuff to the metagame. Anyway, so that was that was the thing. They just had to like actually 
rewrite a, a keyword that they just released in the last set. yeah that's uh, very hot silly. fix irl that's an that's a new one yeah. for me um i i remember the other things i wanted to mention and they're not that big oh, excellent. uh but jeff you actually haven't brought anything to the table do you have anything yeah. to contribute you just want to like i no, off I, our, I do i do have a couple connection. things they're not okay, like cool under the table they're not like what the fuck is going on with unicron yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to mention. Um, just a yeah, just a quick update on the like. Ultimately, situation has not changed, but like you know, there were sort of questions about like, is this fucking still going through with the world as it is right now? And uh, Hasbro, I mean, I, I didn't see any official questions like that, but like you know, it was on my mind uh, since I paid for it. Um, <laughs> and uh, Hasbro put out this really cute little like update thing that had like a bunch of pictures of basically the design like the you know designers working on the thing at home and there's like oh here's like the full first like full you know model of it and it's just like sitting on the couch next to the dude's cat <laughs> and there's like a lot of pictures like that it's just like this really cute little update thing where he where he's just saying like oh and we have the packaging for it now our six foot our six foot tall brand manager fits inside it we checked <laughs> So it's just, I don't know, it's just some, it was nice to see just a bit of like, I'm not actually sure when that happened. It might have been, I think it was in May, but um, it was nice to see just some like cute little like, yeah, stuff still going forward. And like, there's not really much to talk about there. I just, you know, figured since I haven't given an update about that in particular for a while that we were due for one. Um, It's heartwarming. I, I, I'm... I'm thinking now to some of our chat right before the podcast and how 2020 is going to look in the future. But um, (laughs) I'm just realizing now that, like, you know, people usually take videos of news broadcasts and things like that, and they're all over the place so you can see things that happen. Any newscast from – there's going to be a lot of house cats Yes, archive yeah. news footage of this. Year. I, like twenty twenty into it. We we know it as this, but like twenty years from now, if anyone yeah. looks us up, they're like, "Why is this the year where everyone had a fucking cat on the news next to them?" I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just into it that. honestly. Like I I'm like not just because I like seeing cats, but I I'm really enjoying this sort <laughs> of like general drop of formality in a lot yeah. of things because like everyone's working from home it like really does humanize like a lot of the people like that i see like on the news or whatever that i'm just like oh you're just some faceless asshole and they probably yeah. still are but like <laughs> getting a bit of that individuality is i don't know i i, I think yeah. it like i i like, like oh when people treat people like people <laughs> instead of yeah i don't know i trust you less because of what's on your bookshelf Exactly. (laughs) uh, I've been working from home uh, as well, and I am sometimes on the phone with people, helping them with things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my cats don't care if I'm doing that. So, like, I don't know. I get it. I like it. Um, And I think it's funny. But here's something I've noticed is if someone is – I'm on the phone with someone, and they're like, oh, sorry, my kids are here. I'm like, that's fine. You know, your parent, take care of your kids. If a dog starts barking, like, I'm sorry about my dog, I'm like, I get it. It's dogs. They bark. If my cat's me, I'm like, sorry, it's my cats. And they're like, oh, <laughs> that's it. They just, they, there is no like, oh, this dude's with his cats. It's like, no, that's sad. I don't want help from this guy. It's oh, harsh see, that's judgment. so weird. Oh. I don't know. Really I don't know, funny. man. They don't like it when I mention there's a cat next to me. They do not like well, it Well, do you bit. think it's different if you, have you tried just acting as if it's one cat? 
it's typically only ever one cat at a time. The thing about having okay. three cats in an apartment is they have their own sort of like social boundaries that I can't see. So yeah. they're <laughs> rarely ever just all sitting together unless they think I'm about to give them food, which they two yeah. days in a row found the treats, ripped them open and ate a shit ton of them. So I'm not giving them food <laughs> for a while. The top of the treat <laughs> oh container God. is riddled with claw holes. I'm not Jesus. kidding. They massacred it together. Um, anyway, but see. yeah, uh, I, and the other story I had, which isn't really a story per se, but um, the last season of the new uh, She-Ra Princess of Power on Netflix yeah. show aired. Yeah. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Hell yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, the, the main thing, like, it's not a, like a perfect show. Um, and like, I, I don't think I like it as much as a lot of other things. But the one aspect of the show that i think is really powerful and and successful is it's like lgbt representation of characters and yeah. in the last season it's i'm like i'm trying to talk around it so i'm not spoiling but like there's there's an actual thing that is a major plot point because i've been a little bit sick of like these cartoon shows that have been trying to like in- interject what kind of queer baiting ish yeah and like trying to interject these relationships for the sake of like representation and making a statement but then not treating it like a normal like romance in the story like yeah i don't know if anyone's ever seen i mean i know that we're talking about a lot of media here but i think like an obvious comparison to make here is like the end of legend of Korra. yes yeah that is exactly one of them it's like it's just like wow that was a great decision to make but man wouldn't that have been better if there was like any foreshadowing to that or like the characters actually got to interact and they had an arc to get there or we're just gonna throw it in i do have to say yeah. That is partially because of the companies behind them. No, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I, Noelle Stevenson has been working so hard to make sure that they could do that for their show. Yeah. And I know that was actually one of the things that I, I Legend guess, of Korra dealt with. Yeah. But, but I, I it, think it, it is tough. Closer to... But also Noelle Stevenson's a fucking superhero. Oh, so yeah. If you've read any of the stuff, the Jeez. Ginger Hayes mm-hmm. webcomics or anything, just... But also, like, I don't know, like, I I guess the ones I'm more directly comparing it to are, like, the ending of Adventure Time, in which they they had, uh, does anyone give a shit about the spoilers for Adventure Time? I haven't seen the last season of Adventure Time. It's on HBO Max. They can go watch it. (laughs) I mean, it's also been out for uh, several Um, years, right? Like, like, this is not, like, a huge plot spoiler or anything, but, like, Marceline and Princess Bubblegum get together, right? And, like, there has been foreshadowing for this four years right like it's totally fine but in the last episode they just like kiss right and that literally would have been fine if either of them reacted to this as if this was new information they just kiss and we're just like oh okay we're doing that now and it's just like but they could have had an actual story around it and i know like adventure time has its own sort of style has its own sort of style of like doing anticlimactic storytelling but like it i don't know just like treating it like it wasn't a big deal sort of like made it feel just like it was just inserted in there to be a statement rather than actually be a story that represents these people you know what i mean and like it's one of those hmm. things where like doing it consistently throughout something as a no big deal is fine but when you're only doing it as like well we're not making any more episodes so i guess we'll give you give you this right (laughs) and it's like Yeah, and, and the thing that's really nice about She-Ra is that it does both of those things. Like, there are characters that just are casually gay and in gay relationships throughout the series. And then there actually are, like, 
there's a narrative arc that revolves around two gay characters getting ra- it's not about them being gay because i think in the world that they've set up it's just kind of like not really a thing yeah. like they just you know everyone's it's just like as, yeah sure yeah. whatever love who you love who cares like it's not like about gay rights or anything but it is a story that gives representation to lgbt people that doesn't just use it as like a gimmick or just like tossing it in for the sake of like it's actually a narrative written around that which i i think was really nice so yeah that that's Good my stuff. thing but that not really a, a ton more else to say about Shira, I just that's the I mean, last season lot. came out it's this important. season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is. And but it's Happy Pride Month, by the way. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I got one last thing that is much less important than that, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a nice button on this and it does relate oh, to oh can i can i talk about one one quick thing first yes oh yeah yeah go for it so Hell yeah i don't know if you guys have noticed i'm, I'm out in hollywood so i get to notice it a lot more uh award shows are kind <laughs> of fucking brag right about it holy shit Oh, I wasn't even going to talk about that. But well, you um, should talk about that. I just remembered that. Wait <laughs> yeah, a minute. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> that thought you were going to talk about. So first off, the Oscars are changing everything so that they can now. Are they going to have? Uh, are they going to have not just white people this time? The, oh, that's the, not the change. Still going to be oh, just okay. white people. Gotcha. But they're not now the important they're now change. allowing gotcha. VOD submissions. So like Netflix doesn't have to screen in a theater. Uh, they really didn't uh, want Sonic to be up for Best Picture. <laughs> <laughs> or Birds of Prey. That's very good. Yeah, like that. That's really yeah. funny. I didn't okay. think so about they that. changed a lot of the rules to allow because of Corona. Guys, so Sonic the Hedgehog we'll is going to be the highest grossing movie of 2020. Yeah. Oh, God, that's weird. Yeah, That's upsetting. Well, because there's uh, also so some movies that were going to get theatrical releases, right? That, that Tenet did, is still on the like, fucking block. Trolls World Tenet, Tour. Tenet still, not so that Trolls that was a... actually did come out in theaters and on VOD in the same day. But it oh, smashed okay, yeah, on VOD right. and nobody yeah. went to see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it did uh, really so well. On obvious, the for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, but there was a couple other ones that dropped strictly on VOD, mm-hmm. and they they're still being considered. But yeah, Tenet is still on the 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 list of coming out in theaters. Yeah, uh, and next month, uh, and yeah. Wonder Woman is still on the list. Uh, pretty much all of Warner Brothers slate. Well, I'm moving. I'm worried about Tenet because it's Christopher Nolan, and you know he is very <laughs> intent on. The vision the of shooting experience. on IMAX and seventy millimeter and showing it in that format. Uh, yes. He he is he is not a proponent of home movie well, launches, and his movies shouldn't be they seen should, originally. No, in every <laughs> I see his movies in IMAX every single time they come out, and it's worth it every time. But also. Like I don't want to have to not go see Tenet when it's in theaters because I really want to see Tenet. They're so they're they're using Tenet as like a yeah check with the the theaters to see how many people show up. Hey guys, are They'll movies worth dying yet? Just let us know. Yeah, but uh, they they're using it to know if they should move Wonder Woman. In all honesty, uh, mm. because it's like three weeks before Wonder Woman would come out. So oh, yeah, yeah. That's so that true. that's the Oscar and film entertainment news that I have other than I'm nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> Which is very cool. <laughs> You're just going to drop that. For, for yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah, no, uh, 
Way to so... upstage me now. Anything I say is gonna sound like dog shit. Thanks, Jocelyn. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Everything you say sounds like dog shit all the time anyway. Call I appreciate you, Jeff. You support me and who I really am. Oh, yeah. So the last thing I wanted to mention, uh, and, and I forgot to mention last month. Last month, there was a Parks and Recreation reunion special where they all shot oh, something yeah. from quarantine. It was a cute little thing. It was a lot of fan service. It was just a cute little like, oh, look what you can do you know, while you're still at home and nobody can make a show. And it was nice to see those characters again. There's a show on Apple TV called uh, Mythic Quest, which is uh, made by Rob McElhenney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he plays uh, the narcissistic head of a video game development company. And it's actually a pretty fun show about a video game development company. I enjoyed it. And they did a quarantine episode where when I watch Parks and Rec, I'm like, man, that's probably the best you could do with being in a quarantine. And the Mythic Quest quarantine episode was like, holy shit, you can make a real fully produced and excellent essential part of a TV show. It was really good. Being a dev company, they really wrote plot elements around the fact that they can't work together and have to video conference. It wasn't all just no yeah. one knows how to use Zoom jokes like SNL mm -hmm. has been for yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was it was actually very fun. It had some emotional hits. And at the end, they did uh, like a 20-person Rube Goldberg machine where they faked things moving from each of their <laughs> monitors to one of the other. And it was like really – it was really cute. And I was just really surprised that you could put together something like that so quickly uh, that really was coherent and fun. Uh, so after all our talk about streaming services, even if you don't watch the show, that one episode I think is a really cool artifact of what's going on here, and it it, it made me feel pretty good having watched it as compared to you know rewatching The West Wing again, which makes you feel good about government, but also is like oh my god everything sucks and we've known it's broken forever. I hate it. Please die. So yeah. I think uh, I'm just going to kick us over into the rating section. So uh, with all the things that we've talked oh, about. Yeah. I'm going to uh, need a goddamn refresher on what we yeah. talked about. Yeah, After wolf. all that talk about how I can't forget anything on a recording. Now yeah, I have about absolutely say, no idea. We talked all, about like 30 things. It's all fallen out of my brain. Um, but we're just going to try to parse through what we talked about and figure out if we had to put one piece of May Geek News on the front page of our journalistically bankrupt presentation here, uh, what would it be? Um, Robert Pattinson really needs help. <laughs> Don't this, be uh, this is not geek news. This is a cry for help for Robert Pattinson. <laughs> he is Batman. It is geek news. That's it. <laughs> Once you're Batman, you're geek news forever. Can we, can we get just like a, a bullet point list of, we talked about okay. Robert Pattinson. Uh, we talked about Minecraft. Yes. We talked about HBO Max forever. Yes. The Snyder Cut. Yes. Yeah. Um, Unicron. Right. Uh, She-Ra. I'm angry about Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Austin is angry about Elden Ring. Magic the <laughs> Gathering. She-Ra. Oscar. Streaming services. Yeah, streaming services. She-Ra. Uh, representation. You said she Oscar like three rules. <laughs> I did? Oops. And my Emmy nomination. And Jocelyn is... You know what? Just because today I don't was think such... we could really say we talked about that. You no, said it happened. <laughs> I'm tempted yeah. to nominate it just because that's kind of how I feel about everything right now. Just, you know what? Sure. 
Yeah, well, I like we, it. The, I'm proud of it. People deserve a feel good story. <laughs> so nothing Austin brought to the table, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got to be honest. I think that the the like for better or for worse. I think that the biggest piece of geek news for the month of May was probably the announcement of the Snyder Cut. That's unfortunately. Like I don't think, uh, and let you know, let me clear clear the record here. I don't think it's going to be good. But the original <laughs> movie was so bad that I'm like, eh, eh, I'll watch it. You know, so I don't know. That seems I, like I have a question actually. Cause, yes. Um, which which do you like better, Justice League or Dawn of Justice? I've got to say I like Justice League better, but that's also influenced by the fact that I knew going in that it was going to be horseshit, so I was, like, kind of pleasantly surprised that some of the jokes landed. Uh, whereas Dawn of Justice, that was, like, kind of the first one that was, like, a real dumpster fire. Yeah. So I just, like, watched it. I'm just like, why did they make all these decisions that they made? And yeah. I, I, I think that's probably gotten rid of some of my potential enjoyment of it. Mm. But... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I agree point. that the that the Snyder Cut is big. It's I intriguing. Think that, <laughs> I, I I I still view that as a subset of HBO Max, which I I think again <laughs> like Snyder Cut for all the wrong reasons is my nomination. Not because I think it's good, but because I think it's interesting. It happens. Oh, yeah. see, I I'm I'm gonna say Shira. Yes, those are the two things that I was thinking yes. of. Like, I guess my She-Ra thing with She-Ra, so it's, it's very good, but I guess my thing with She-Ra is that this was just the last season. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, this means, A, Noelle Stevenson gets to move on to whatever the fuck is next. I really uh, fucking want a new similarly progressive He-Man series that can cross over with She-Ra. I just want it so fucking bad, all right? Because, <laughs> like... Prince Adam is already very gay, even if he's not totally gay, but he is. And I just want an openly gay He-Man. It would be very good. You know it would. <laughs> yeah. Would they rename it His Man? But I mean, it's also like, I, I think the popularity of She-Ra is important because uh, there's like, I, I imagine that we're going to get a lot more shows like this I hope so, since yeah. this is successful. Yeah. and Especially like from it. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Ne- Netflix... They're leaning into it. They're they're willing to yeah. be the voice of the LGBT community right now, which yeah. like isn't great because Netflix. Quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like, there's, there's been some other. They're at like, least trying. And in uh in Kipo, there is like a like Kipo in the Age of Wonder Beast, which is another Netflix thing. They bring up like one of the characters just like says I'm gay at one point, and we're like, oh cool. And it's like it seems like there might be some some stuff with him in the in the next season that actually gives him a legitimate romance. But right now it's just like they just casually mention it, which is like still cool because like all of the other yeah. casual mentions tend to happen on the last episode once we already know we're not making anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, and and then never yeah. have I ever also had an entire like one of her best friends realizes that she's gay during the show, and you get to see her like having to deal with her parents and telling yeah. her parents is and, that like, they what deal with it i haven't heard of that show but i guess that's probably a conversation so, for a different day she-ra yeah. has largely been off my i've been aware of it for a while how many seasons did it run how popular is it actually five, because five seasons five, i don't know how popular did they, it is, is actually. that show really five years old or did the seasons come out pretty rapid fire uh more rapid fire it's not five years old i don't think i would yeah. i would say probably three yeah okay three, that three and a half that years lines old. up a little bit Okay. Uh, just knowing the schedules, but it's it's one yeah. of the more popular. Well, 
it's hard to know because Netflix yeah. is weird about their own yes. numbers, but it, it's got a very decent chunk of fan base. Yeah, Netflix yeah. is the streaming service that photoshops its pictures on Instagram. That's that's who Netflix uh, is with their streaming 2018 numbers. is when it started. That okay, that okay. that makes sense. Yeah. Wow, five yeah, seasons. Fan I also think I, I also think in terms of like uh, shows that have been on Netflix that we could compare it to, I think the obvious comparison is what's the fucking lion Voltron. show? What are the yeah, Voltron yeah. is like an obvious comparison because they share some like superficial similarities. Well, I mean, they're like... also just like new progressive rebranded 80s shows, right? Like yeah, the original yeah, but Voltron yeah, and She-Ra were of the same era. Yeah, but I also I feel like I am seeing like a lot more excitement on the internet about She-Ra than I did about Voltron. Yeah, man, because and also I'm not just because She-Ra had a much Voltron better fans. ending than I'm Voltron sorry. did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, and I'm not seeing anyone complain about She-Ra fans in the same way that I'm seeing people complain about yeah. and that I've seen people complain about Voltron fans, right. which or is even like it's not fans, which is also a weird thing. Right? There's uh, that's just a little side into that, but yeah, I think it's decently popular. But yeah, I don't know. To pull it back in, I, I like I, I'd be content giving the vote to Shira just like honestly for lack of a better option in this month because like <laughs> there wasn't like not that I that is it. the I fight it was for great, progression but... we need right now. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, I'm content leaning towards it too because while I think HBO Max is a more impactful uh, development, it's not but, one like, it's really I not. am happy about. <laughs> it's also not one that we're gonna see an impact for like next year but also just like hbo max is just like oh here we're doing this new thing that will have a lot of impact but it's pretty much the same as the old things we've ever done so it doesn't really have any impact at all or is it just kind of strange that it's happening at all (laughs) yeah no and see now we are at the point in an organization sitting around (laughs) our computers together where we just get to make a decision right (laughs) you just answered to say that Make it purple. Yeah. <laughs> Is this about dinner? Are you getting a call from your parents mm-hmm. about dinner? <laughs> you should make the Robert Pattinson pasta thing. <laughs> it's a hot pocket, Jocelyn. We need to talk about this. It's a hot pocket. It's not, though. It really isn't. <laughs> so um, I think I'm going to... Jesus. Oh, because oh, it stopped my recording. Um, oh! I, it's It's fine. Um, so good, uh, I started a new one. I'll upload it and yeah, yeah I mean, we yeah, can... it's fine. I, it will not be a problem at all. Um, okay, is everyone at the thing? Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. Not. Yes, I'm here. 25, 18, okay, 25. Cool. 25! So I think I'm going to honestly. I, I want to lean into everything all you guys are saying. And to Austin's point, we are sitting around a virtual table here making the decision. <laughs> and let's decide it's not going to be purple. I think She-Ra clearly wins this conversation. She-Ra's, She-Ra's final got a fair season bit of purple in it. and, uh, and, and <laughs> excellent uh, steps towards uh, proper representation in media is going to be the most impactful and interesting story of May 2020. Uh, we'll talk about the Snyder Cut when it comes out. And I bet it's going to be worse than the conversation we had this time. So, so the movie is gonna be worse, or the conversation is gonna be worse. It's it's a trickle down effect, which you know. (laughs) So, uh, so that I think about wraps up the primary podcast. Who knows how long we're gonna ramble after this point? Just check your podcast player, see how long is left, and decide if you want to bail now. Uh, I'm Colin, (laughs) uh, and I've tried to host this, but you know, 
you you heard it. We know what's happening. I've been joined by. <laughs> Uh, I've been Jeff Levitt. Uh, if you want to find me, I've got an Instagram. It's things I wish existed. There's a dot between each word. That's my main thing. I also have a, a YouTube channel that I do toy reviews on. That's Alchemist Prime Reviews. And uh, it, yeah, that, that needs a, few, a couple more viewers, I'd say. <laughs> uh, I'm Jocelyn. Uh, I, don't, I probably won't give you my social media because it's all kind of weird right now but watch mau mau on cartoon network's app what the fuck does yeah, that mean oh it's just like it's, it's all political right now oh I yeah i thought you <laughs> meant what the fuck does watch mau mau mean and i'm yeah. like i thought oh, that was no, pretty self-explanatory <laughs> no yeah no watch mau mau here is a pure heart on cartoon network new episodes i think are starting soon we have we have some left those, that haven't those, aired. that's what i really want to see new episodes coming uh what, is it soon uh when is it yeah soon <laughs> <laughs> that's basically how it Confirmed. feels on our, yeah. on our end um, but yeah so the, the, there's some episodes that are pretty great got some really good guest stars coming up and uh, yeah watch out for the daytime Emmys on June 26th because <laughs> yeah, our voice actor is nominated and our entire editorial staff is nominated so we'll see hell yeah we're up against yeah. a lot of Disney so it's not looking good yep uh and I'm Austin. I mean, good luck. It probably wouldn't be that hard if you're like determined to find my social media, but like I'm not super interested <laughs> in it. I like at some point I should probably get myself a website so that I should I can put like writing and things on it. But it's not it doesn't exist yet. Don't waste your time but looking today for that. is not this day that damn it, I fucked up the quote. <laughs> you know, it's Aragorn. It's you can Aragorn. just put in the audio from the movie. I could. Uh it's fine. Uh, I we have a we have a couple other shows on commongeekingprogram.com. One is Dice Populi, where uh, Matt Canavan is about to start DMing his own story, and it's a it's Dope. a fucking wild one that's fun as hell. Um, and that'll be coming out soon. There's also uh, this past week, uh, Laura is very close, uh, expecting her child within the next two months. Very good chance that it will oh, be Jesus. born on my birthday. Uh, oh wait, fuck! I need to ask <laughs> Hell something. Yeah. Uh, Laura's pregnant. Oh yeah. Well, she's been pregnant for, for a while. while. I thought I only Obviously. heard about yeah. her being pregnant uh, like, a, no, like so a couple months ago. We have a show called How You Doing, where we try to keep up by chatting once a month. Uh, it's the website for that directly is podfriend.pizza. But there were some developments in this last recording. Uh, I, I have made some commitments to Laura that are uh, interesting to say the least, and it'll give you a sense of what we've been doing in quarantine. Are you going to be a godfather? <laughs> you come to me. Oh, I you come to me on the day of my own birthday and have a fucking soul. baby. Why? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. You guys got anything else? I don't know no. why I sound so panicked. No. <laughs> it's the world we're in these days. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it. Uh, Honestly, gonna... it would be more disturbing if there wasn't a bit of panic thrown in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just perma panic. 2020, everyone's voice goes up half an octave. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, that's about it. We will talk to you in about two weeks. We should have another regular ass episode of the Common Geeking Program. Where a Jeff... regular ass episode? Jeff's hosting, so you it's know that's what bugs. it's going to be about. Hell yeah. Um, I should probably plan that at all uh but yeah go <laughs> check commonprogram.com <laughs> for more of our stuff and uh we will see you in two weeks i'm probably gonna go play minecraft dungeons and ignore our responsibilities yay <laughs> 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 all right
This episode of the Common Briefing Program was hosted, as always, by me, Colin Ketchin. I was joined by Jeff Levitt, Jocelyn Barkenhagen, Emmy nominee, and Austin Liebers. Uh, this episode is sponsored by, um, uh, I guess Minecraft still. Yeah, I'm playing it on my phone right now as I'm recording this because I'm a professional. Uh, just don't let me fall in the lava. The podcast is created and produced by Colin Ketchin and Jeff Levitt, with this episode edited by me, Colin Ketchin. Uh, oh, Pat helped come up with the idea of the briefing program. But yeah, well, you can find us all at commongeekingprogram.com. We'll be back in about two weeks, and uh, that'll be our next regular episode. Thank you for listening to this. I am recording now. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, just to warn you, whoever's a call, and I'm assuming you're editing this, for yep. some reason, when I've been recording through QuickTime Player, it's really favoring the right head phone. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. <laughs> uh, Brooke. Yes, that's fine. It's, I, can, I can adjust that. It's, yeah, I just figured I'd warn you. Thanks. Yo, something happened when have you I don't know. I mean, this has been a thing for a while, so you must have noticed this, but whenever Pat records things, sometimes his audio just like jumps back and forth between the left and right speaker. Yeah, it'll like pop really yeah, far it'll, it'll be like, huh. And then it, it like half a, of his sentence yeah. will just be in the left ear and it's so weird. It is. Yeah. I haven't had that problem in a while, thank gorsh. So yeah. herazies. Although to be honest, I would like as far as having bad audio things happening, I would love to have that rather than whatever the fuck is actually going on with Keenan during D anD. d Oh my god! <laughs> I, I like Keenan is just like cursed with technology. <laughs> like he really is. You know. I think he also puts no effort into it. That's a pretty important thing to realize i guess like, that's I, true, I, but I think like... complete lack of preparedness and cursed can look like one another <laughs> from our position yeah but yeah, but, like, but no matter what pissed off of no no matter what like wi-fi network is on it always it gets <laughs> fucked up and like you know when he's even at my house his phone has a hard time like doing jockbox even though like there are other people other people who have the same phone as he do he does and this was always a problem with Keenan too, where his laptop would just start malfunctioning, even though he had the same laptop as the rest of us. Uh, like, I I sold all of you like all your laptops, and he got the shittiest one on purpose. So like, not on purpose, <laughs> but like I warned him, this is not the one to get, and he did. Like it's, I really think it's just lack of investment, lack of knowledge, lack of care. Like it's just, I I we all put a, like a little bit of thought into how we you know manage our electronics yeah. and our technology i think keenan wishes that he didn't have to i do oh, too actually <laughs> um so uh related note uh i don't know what this says about me yet but um so this morning uh so i've been having a problem with my phone for a while where the i don't work at the apple store anymore just... i don't i don't work <laughs> yeah at no the no apple no store no anymore. no this is the problem's been solved don't okay. worry i'll spoil it i'll spoil that for you <laughs> so uh my phone's been having this problem where uh the chargers don't just don't like to fucking stick in it in, into the into the charging port like yeah. it it and, physically uh, pushes it, itself just, out yes 
Yeah, after a while. And so, like, you know, I've had this phone for, like, what, three or four years at this point? I don't know. Sometime when I was in undergrad, my mom just, like, surprised me one day by saying, hey, here's a new phone, have it. I was like, okay, thanks, I guess. I My other phone worked fine, but sure, whatever. It was really weird. Uh, but anyway, so the, this phone, uh, this morning, I decided to, like, look at inside the the fucking charging port, and I saw like a little dust, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll take this little this little safety pin and uh, get some of the dust out." Mm-hmm. And there was a lot more dust than I it thought. It is there wild. Was. It Just is like... absolutely wild how much lint can pile up in an iPhone yeah. port. Because you, you look at it, and it looks fine. Like, you see the gold pins, and you're like, there's a little speck on the back. And you stick something in there to get it out. You literally get, like, a half-centimeter ball of fuzz Jesus. and crap. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Like I, could, I feel like I could start That's how like, I, feel I about could my attach my phone sometimes. to a loom and get, like, <laughs> string out of this shit. There were days uh, <laughs> where I would, like, go in the back, and I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm going to be here for a while on this one. Literally just scraping stuff out. And you have, like, just several square inches covered in crap from the inside of this phone charging port. And that's like the most common issue in the world, because uh, every time you plug it in, you're just you're packing crap in there. So I wonder yeah. if that's what's wrong Ugh. with my dad's phone. His his phone has had a hard time charging. I don't think it's had a hard time plugging in though. Just like uh, well, you might not notice. It could be yeah. like just a little bit not flush, and you know he's got yeah, an entire dust bunny up. in there. <laughs> a whole warren of them. Oh, a, a what is that the term oh, for a uh, for a group of bunnies? Yeah. Is a warren? Well, no, like, they, they like, dig little holes in the ground, and then they get bigger, and they have, like, families in them, and it's a war in Ah, gotcha. Like Elizabeth. That's, that's what I was about to say, Elizabeth it, bunnies. Is there a relation to Elizabeth Warren, the term? I don't I think, think so. Oh, okay. I, I, I wasn't sure if you were saying, like Elizabeth, like, this is a joke about Elizabeth Warren, or that's just the word that I'm saying, and that's how I explain it to you. I've felt kind of yeah, out no, of my I'll, head a bit today and like a little, I don't know if it's just the weather or whatever, but I felt like a little off kilter. I'm feeling pretty good since Jeff just asked that question. It kind of <laughs> really puts my mental state back into perspective. Um, yes. Anyway, I'm going to start this off uh, in some sort of way after we clap. Oh, um, yeah, we should do that. Oh, right, we got oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I smell like brief. <laughs> I, Who named it yeah, that? That was me. I forgot I named it that, and I'm laughing again. That's very good. <laughs> I smell like beef. <laughs> I smell like. Uh, let's beef. just clap at 16:05. Like There's beef. four of us, so I don't want to. Okay, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.